Welcome to another episode of The Working Title, hosted by PJ Harris. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of The Working Title. Hope you guys are doing well, hope you've been listening along, getting some bits and bobs, sorry, readjusting there, bits and bobs from the last couple of podcasts. I hope you get some more going forward. Um, when I started this podcast, like the idea was to have conversations with with other people um, and try and give that knowledge across, and that is still my number one aim. Um, they're the podcasts that I enjoy the most. They're the ones that come the most natural, and they're the ones that I think are going to be the most beneficial for for listeners and for me. Um, and I kind of anticipated the difficulty. Um, and I didn't underestimate it, so I did prepare myself and have a lot of ideas and things that I needed or I wanted to talk about. Um, the point I'm trying to make, guys, is that I'm trying to do this thing where I have one one podcast a week, um, and out of those, one week will be me and my own, uh, the following week will be me with a, a guest. Um, and as I'm sure you guys can imagine with the logistics of of the most interesting people always the busiest so trying to get them in to to a place just to have a conversation for half an hour is a nightmare um you know the i've booked about four people in in the past couple of weeks now and just due to circumstances out of their control um we've had to rearrange so you know, just bear with it. Uh, every single one I release has got something to take away. Maybe not for you personally, maybe for someone else. But, you know, at the very least, it might trigger something in your mind that you haven't really thought about and uh, give you a little bit of um, a little bit of detail and a little bit of knowledge on something that you may not have had before. So, as the title alluded to, today we're going to talk about barefoot running. So, a little while ago, I put a, um, a post up on my Instagram of a... A new pair of trainers just sort of I, I do that from time to time take a photo of my feet and put it on the internet wow wow what is what has the world become eh? so this photo of my feet uh, on the internet had a new pair of shoes on and um, they are Merrill Merrill glove three trail one runner barefoot trainers something like that now I like trainers anyway so I, I've got quite a few but about 18 months to two years ago, um, I changed my running style slightly um, in the sense that I stopped wearing highly supportive running trainers and I moved to, actually probably about two years ago now, and I moved to barefoot running trainers. And that's solely what I run in now. Um, if I'm training sort of CrossFit Metcon style and there's a, a run or a lap in it and I'm not wearing those trainers, I don't stop and go, oh, no, I can't. I need to run in those trainers. I just crack it. I, I do it, whatever it is. But if I'm going for a run and if I know I'm running a lot in that um, in that workout, in that time, then I will, you know, wear those barefoot running trainers. I've got two pairs now. I've got the Merrells and I've got some more... Um, quite a little bit more expensive vivo foot or vivo foot or something it's the, the recycled plastic ones so they're made out of um, like 17 bottles of recycled plastic um, rather than like traditional materials uh, Ross Edley's like a sponsored athlete by them and stuff like that so 
I think it's Vivo Barefoot or Vivo Foot or something like that. So they are cracking. They're brilliant. Um, my only negative for those those barefoot running trainers are that they're they're very expensive. I think mine were about 120 pounds. Um, and for someone that doesn't really run on a treadmill at all, um, apart from one like the curved sprint ones, they're a little bit. So if I've got a pair and I enjoy them, but I don't really want to take them for the runs that I enjoy. The runs that I enjoy are the ones a little bit more cross country, um, possibly going through, you know, little bits of streams and puddles and running on the beach and getting down and dirty with my trainers. So I don't really want to take trainers that I spend £120 for through that. Um, and that's why I bought these Merrells as a second pair of running trainers. Or I, I said I bought them, um, my partner got them for me for my birthday. That's how cool I am. That's, I asked for running trainers for my birthday. Um, so, yeah, that's why I got them. They're, I think we got them for about £50 or so. So they're not cheap. They're still not cheap. You know, they're still an expensive trainer. Uh, when I think of trainers and stuff, growing up, I was always, you know, around the 25, 30 quid mark. Um, obviously, now you can spend 250 fridge, but ridiculous amounts of money on trainers. But I try not to spend too much on them. Um but yeah, so they're about £50, so they're, they're expensive for trainers, cheap for um, barefoot trainers. So the idea is they're a little bit more knock around and they can be on the beach, they can be um, for my more dangerous runs, if you like, like if I'm running through my gorge near my house or um, playing a little bit more of a cross-country route, I'll wear them. If I'm on the pavement, I'll wear my um, my Vivo, Vivo ones. So... You know, and, and that kind of sparked a few questions. Um, I don't have a big following on Instagram, um, but I did actually get a couple of DMs relating to the trainers, um, both along the lines of like, or yeah, both along the lines of like, well, why would you barefoot running trainers compared to normal running trainers? And it sort of got me thinking, and it's one of those um, topics that I've sort of watched and listened and followed along for a few months now and a few years excuse me and it's it's one of those things where it, it really divides opinion in the running world um and and all fitness world really you know and it, it again it's part of a wider umbrella uh, issue if you like within the fitness world and that's um using supports and aids uh in performance um whether that be in things you consume uh, illegal substances, performance enhancing substances, or wherever it's over-the-counter things you consume, supplements, vitamins, uh, creatines, that kind of stuff, whey protein, um, or it's a little bit more hardware-based, so whether it's wrist straps, lifting straps, knee sleeves, shin guards, uh, compression suits, compression leggings, you know, and what all comes under. Um, and obviously the, the supportive running trainers that I'm going to be going into today. Um, and I think the wider sort of fitness community are divided between, you know, using support for uh, athletic performance and not using support for athletic performance. And I think I'm going to sit right in the middle, uh, right down the fence and almost contradict myself um, when I go later into talking about the benefits of running barefoot because one of the big things that I'm going to be saying and, and a lot of people say 
is the natural ability of being able to do it and letting your body move naturally but then i will definitely wear knee sleeves or some type of knee support when i'm training legs so it's like you sort of you constrict yourself and that's pretty much where i'm going to sit in terms of most support for the body i'll agree with a lot of it um in terms of support for health and fitness and keeping your performance going and then i'll also disagree with a lot of it as well so Try not to get into the wider topic of using supports and aids for, for fitness, but you know, I it may sound like I contradict myself, but I'm for it and I'm against it. So, barefoot running trainers, guys. This is the point of the podcast, so let's ring it back into that. Um, barefoot running trainers are essentially a they're meant to be like a glove for your foot, so they don't necessarily offer you any protection in terms of movement and adjusting the way your foot moves um, but they do offer you protection in terms of uh, abrasion and um, force now force not as in it doesn't it doesn't absorb force uh, but I mean if you step on a stone or a rock and things it's meant to eradicate that as best as possible um, obviously you know if you if I say oh you know I'm barefoot I go barefoot running then people are like well how do you not hurt your feet you know be realistic i'm being realistic when i say that you can um people do people walk around all the time barefoot you know but it's not very hygienic and um in the modern climate there's a lot of things glass bottles plastics left on the floor that can damage your feet quite badly and if they get infected you know can be lead to very bad issues so barefoot running trainers are and, and some give more support than others some have better soles than others um you've got the vibram five finger ones which are glove like literally they've got glove um for your toes i've actually got a pair of them as well so actually this is my third pair of barefoot trainers although i don't really use them too often anymore because i don't have the socks for them so i wear them once and they smell quite pungent so i usually leave them to wear out for about six to eight months and then i might wear them again um Plus, you look like a bit of a tit in them. So, yeah, anyway, um, I might start wearing them again, you know, and just embrace the tit in me. So, yeah, so, you know, that's that's what barefoot trainer is, guys. It's it's a trainer that stops um, you hurting your feet and keeps them away from the dirtiness that is the ground. But it doesn't overly support your foot in terms of... Uh, absorbing the impact and um, allowing the the ankle and the foot and, and the legs to move in a natural way so that can you know that kind of explains what they are but it, it's compared to a running trainer if you think of a normal running trainer they're very usually very cushioned in the bottom um, they usually got quite high sides and they're usually got quite a little bit of rigidity um, you can get all different grades of different sort of support high support then the, you've got the whole issue of high arch low arch which is um sort of your inner foot um whether it naturally has a high arch or a low arch and whether you when you're running have a tendency to roll your ankle in roll your ankle out you know it it comes into a lot more uh, in-depth stuff but sort of not what i'm trying to get to in this um podcast so you know they are Barefoot trainers are an alternative to a more supportive trainer. So let's just put it that way. If you go into a normal running shop, uh, Sports Direct, Runners World, whatever it is, and you buy a, a normal trainer, 
um, a running trainer, you should expect an extreme amount of support. Um, now, if you've always had trainers on when you're running, never really done it barefoot, then they're going to be normal amount for you. And that's, you know, it's going to suit the way that you're running and suit what you need for that time. If like me, you've adapted over the course of about two years, maybe a bit longer now, 18 months, whatever, to barefoot running. Um, when I put my other trainers on, because I've got quite a few pairs of like different gym trainers and things, when I put another pair on, you feel the noticeable difference when you do do a little run, a little movement, whatever it is, you do feel that support. So if you do go in and buy a normal, regular running trainer, they're usually extremely supportive anyway, naturally. Um, even the lightweightish ones have at least absorption um, support, so like foam base. Uh, and then, you know, you go into sort of more even high support ones with the firm arch and, and insoles and stuff. So there's benefits and negatives of those supportive trainers. Before we go more into sort of why I've picked them and, and why they work for me and why I support barefoot trainers, there are benefits for supportive trainers. Um, obviously, the more support that you give your body, the less likely it's going to injure itself short term. Um, there's the big argument that obviously if you always have support on that item that it becomes dependent on it. Your body becomes dependent on that support um, and your body adapts to using that so that when it's without that support, it then is more susceptible to injury. Um, however, obviously there's a lot of people out there that have um, genetic or biological issues that prevent them from from act their bodies acting in the correct way and only a highly supportive shoe or an adaption of some kind in terms of um, whether it be uh, wraps straps an artificial limb whatever it is you know is necessary to be able to perform in the conventional way so supportive running trainers have have a huge part in the world and I think if you've never really ran before um, or you haven't done it seriously since you were a kid, or you haven't went for runs since you were a kid, it's always best to go the more supportive route and then work your way down to a, a barefoot trainer because in our day-to-day -day lives, um, not me so more, so much more any, so much anymore, but in our day-to-day -day lives, we're always in very supportive shoes. Um, you know, whether that's boots, trainers, you know, whatever, they're all quite supportive, uh, especially if you're in the armed forces like I was, you know, you're already always really always in boots. Um, most, especially in the Royal Marines, combat that by pretty much the rest of the time being in flip-flops. So it sort of works out about 50-50. But, you know, it's sort of the rest of the time you're in quite supportive shoes. And then if you're going to start up running for the first time in a while or whatever, to go straight to a barefoot running shoe may give you a little bit of jip. So supportive running trainers have a huge place and I would never say eradicate them completely. I've still got a couple of pairs that I use from time to time for different things, um, especially if I'm going uh, cross country and I know I've got another pair that I'm less sort of that are less expensive if I know they're going to get ruined muddy and I might go for a little bit of a dip then I will wear a more encased uh, firmer trainer just to protect the outside and the area of the ankle and the shoe that the foot top of the foot rather than just where the barefoot ones protect so they do have a place and I do still use them but 
let's get into the meats of it, guys. The meat and bones. Why barefoot running trainers? So the whole theory behind it, guys, is allowing your body to move naturally. And if you allow your body to move naturally, it's how it wants to move and it's going to improve performance. There is an adaption period. Um, only in about the last sort of six months have I seen the, the benefits of it. You know, I haven't really received any repetitive strain injuries and things like that. But when I was in the Marines and we were running a lot, I got horrendous shin splints all of the time. You know, if I ran more than once a week, bang, shin splints constantly, and it would take three to four weeks for them to go away. It's one of those things I'd start to power through then um, and sort of struggle through and work out. But now I'm a fat civilian, I don't have to run. Um, I only do it because of the fitness benefits. It's I can manage it a lot more, and I'm a little bit more aware of it. So, you know, now I was I'm adapted to barefoot running trainers. I don't get them as much. Um, I am still affected by shin splints, and I think well, I, I always will be. But you know, that's maintenance, warming up well, cooling down well, and making sure you loosen your calves off best you can, and just being sensible with your rest time. Um, and that you know that will have an issue but overall in terms of ankle strength knee strength and other injuries gone completely and whether it's placebo or not I base it down highly to barefoot running trends because my body's now adapted to a more natural way of running as I say it's a process it won't happen overnight and if you wanted to give it a go I do recommend it um, anything with a vibrant soul is going to be good um, you can get cheaper ones, but anything with a vibrant soul, I would say go for, because they're the most sort of uh, connective and, and supportive souls. Let's give them a go. Um, but yeah, the benefits, guys, are just that it allows your body to move naturally, as opposed to your running style being restricted by the trainer. Um, and I think, you know, if you go into a lot of normal running shops uh, or specific running shops, there will, be, there will be barefoot running trainers, but there'll be a small selection. Um, and if you go to a Sports Direct or JD, Foot Locker, that kind of thing, you'll be very lucky to find any um, at all. Now, I, it's not, I don't want to badmouth anyone, it's not knocking the, the people in there, those sort of shops, but, you know, they're so, they kind of, the ones that offer you high arch, low arch, you know, or, or even running an analysis, they always cater you towards what they're trying to sell you. So if it's a more performance-based running shop, you know, usually they come with affiliates um, of a brand or they, they themselves favor a brand and they tend to really push you towards that brand of trainer, whether it's best for you or not. Um, a lot of them are really good and they don't, but it's kind of hard not to because if you stock it, you want to sell it. Um, and if you don't stock it, you don't want to sell it and you can't physically stock everything. That makes sense. Um, and then the lower down the food chain, which just the ones where you stay out, stand on the heat thing and it tells you that you've got high arch, low arch, you know, most of them are in the sports directs type places. They don't have the expertise or the training to be able to give you the right advice um, unless they've done it in their own time, obviously. So, you know, do take everything if you do that with a pinch of salt. And if they don't mention barefoot running and they, you know, ask about it, why not? But um, unfortunately the best resource is online so be sensible um, but give it a go it is always my answer um, I've benefited from barefoot running um, it just allows your body to move a little bit more freely 
Um, and, you know, they're a little bit more slimline, they're lighter, um, so potentially could, you know, get a little bit quicker. Um, but I like them, guys. You know, barefoot running trainers are working for me at the moment. They may not in six months, they may not in a year, I may change my mind, but at the moment they are working. Supportive running trainers still have a place, um, and I think especially if you're introdu introduced to running or long distance running, if you've never done long distance, go supportive first, work your way down. Um, but consider as well, you've got to toughen your feet up. Um, there is less support and there's uh, less protection on the heels. So you, you do, you will feel it more in terms of achy feet and things for the first few weeks to months, depending on how adapted you are. I wear flip-flops quite a lot, so I've got like rhino feet anyway. Um, so I'm quite lucky in that sense. I've never really had issues. Um, but yeah. I think that pretty much covers everything I want to talk about, guys. Barefoot running is not for everyone. Uh, it won't work for everyone, but it does work for me. And it's not a cheap thing to get into. As I say, Merrells are kind of like the cheapest, decent brand of a vibrant sole and that you're looking about 45, 50 pound um, for a pair of them. So it's not cheap, but I recommend. And when you look at some uh, normal supportive running trainers, they can be ridiculous amounts of money as well so give them a go guys if you do have any questions um about barefoot running trainers or anything really that i talk about in any of my podcasts you know more than happy to speak to anyone please reach out um my instagram is pudge underscore harry's p-u-j underscore h-a-w-r-i-e-s um just drop me a dm on there or just comment on one of my photos or something and i'll, I'll sort of happily answer wherever i can Awesome, guys. Thank you for listening. Hope you got something from it. I'll speak to you guys soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Working Title, a podcast hosted by PJ Harris. Remember, do something that makes you just a little bit better every single day.